to plant or not to plant? That is the question on a lot of gardeners' minds every spring as temperatures start to warm up and as people's gardening bugs starts to itch. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, it's around that time now here in Arkansas as I'm recording this. Uh, Amy and I have a window full of, of several tomato plants. We started indoors earlier this year. Uh, I'm pretty happy with the growth we've got on them so far, and I'd say they're they're probably about ready to be moved outside where they can have a little bit more root space and, and, and finish uh, their maturing. Of course, when talking about early spring and transplanting those seedlings uh, into the ground, or if you haven't started your seeds indoors, then you'd be sowing or planting what you get from your local nursery directly into the ground. Uh, an important question to always ask is, when do you get started? Or when should you get started? I think the biggest determining factor a gardener has to think about when deciding on the right time to start their outdoor garden, assuming we're talking about their warm weather garden, is the last frost date. Of course, there are also many hardy cold weather plants that actually enjoy the cold that you would want to put in the ground before the last frost date. If we're talking vegetable gardening, examples of cold hardy plants would include uh, things like uh, beets, uh, cabbage, carrots, lettuce, parsnips, peas, uh, radishes, spinach, turnips. Uh, th- there are others in addition to those. You-, you can always look up a complete list online. Just keep in mind, though, these particular plants do enjoy cooler weather. Some are hardier than others and, and may still need some ground cover protection on really cold days. Uh, many of these uh, cooler weather plants do well not only in, in the early spring, but, but after the summer months when cooler temperatures return, they also do quite well uh, in your fall garden too. Um, in terms of warm weather gardening, which I would guess most green thumb hobbyists are probably most interested in, uh, the, the kinds of plants they most likely will be growing uh, would include things like beans, corn, uh, cucumbers, okra, peppers, squash, tomatoes, zucchini, and so forth. Um, again, you can look up a list of, of warm weather plants online. But as the name implies, warm weather plants prefer warm weather. <laughs> Therefore, you don't want to get started on them while cold weather is still around, especially not cold weather that can drop below 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, when, when I say you don't want to get started on them, I, I just mean by that you don't want to expose them yet to any cold ground or air temperatures. Other than those plants that do best being sown directly into the ground, you can always start your your transplantable seeds indoors. And and depending on the germination and maturity times common for a plant, you know most seed packets are, are going to list those time frames on their labels. Uh, what what you can do is is start your warm weather plants several weeks before the last frost date inside. Uh, just place them in a window or or under a grow light. I know some like to use a heating mat to, to give them a little extra boost. Uh, but, but then the, the question still remains, when do I get started outside? The answer to that is after the last frost date, which of course then raises its own question, when is the last frost date? Well, you may have uh, heard a few old wives' tales from some of the experienced gardeners in your own family that you've adopted as, as your own rule of thumb. Uh, that that might be the six-week countdown after February 2nd if the groundhog sees his shadow. Uh, what would that be? That that would put winter's end at March 16th. Uh, or there's the adage, thunder in February means frost in May on the same day. Uh, I don't know if you've heard that one. I, I've actually heard that one applied to April as well, so not sure how reliable that is. Uh, or the adage, fog in February means frost in May or 
the the threat of frost exists until the first full moon of june there there's plenty of old wives tales there there's also the old czech legend of the three frozen kings uh, according to the story there were three czech kings who who each went fishing out on the sea one went out on may 12th and and froze when temperatures suddenly dropped the second king went out the next day on May 13th, but but he also froze with a sudden drop in temperature. Then the day after that, on May 14th, the third king went out to fish, and, and like the two kings before him, he froze also. Uh, after all of that, on May 15th, a saint comes along with a kettle of hot water, finds the three frozen kings adrift, and proceeds to thaw them each out. Uh, I, I guess the moral of the legend is not to brave the freezing temperatures before May 15th. Take that for what it's worth. I know others like to use easy-to-remember holidays or or other familiar dates to go off of, whether that's Good Friday or Easter, uh, Tax Day, April 15th, or uh, Memorial Day. Uh, you, you may have your own trusty date you like to use, and, and you're certainly welcome to it. In, in, in fact, I'll, I'll just tell you, Amy and I like to use April 15th as a good window to start planting for us. Um, but the, the fact of the matter is that the last frost date is never the same every year. The, the best estimation a person can, can make will be based on the historical averages for their particular area. For a range of general dates, you can always look up a map of last frost dates based on your plant hardiness zone uh, put out by the USDA. I'll, I'll put a link in the description for you to go look that up. Uh, to, to just mention it here, according to the map, if you're in zones 3 or 4, uh, your last frost date may range any time throughout the month of May. If you're in zones 5 through 7, uh, the, the range bumps up to April. If you're in zone 8, it, it may be late February to late March. If you're in zones 9 or 10, you're good to go as early as January or February. It, it just depends on your location. If you don't use the USDA hardiness zone map, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, also known as NOAA, has similar maps you can use. If you want to narrow uh, your estimates down to a single date on the calendar, you, you can always look up the historical data for your specific state or zip code. I instead of being given an average date range, you'll be given a single average date. Just keep in mind how averages work. Uh, averages are calculated by dividing the sum of both early and late dates. Therefore, there's a 50% chance your last frost date will occur before or after the average date listed. All that to say, if you're going to pick a time to plant, you might pick a time a couple weeks after the average last frost date for your area, if that makes sense. Uh, I'll put some of the links in the description um, of, of where you can look up those averages. Um, well, hopefully, uh, all of that points you in the right direction to determine when to start your own warm weather garden. I know we're a few days away from, from getting started here on our end. Hope this episode's been helpful to you. I, I want to invite you to like and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Stay tuned uh, for more episodes to come. Until then, God bless and happy gardening.